Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now our story continues. This morning, Bill Meade had taken one look at his wife and, in spite of Peggy's objections, had declared firmly that she wasn't going to work today. After the first brief struggle, Peggy quickly accepted the idea that the Lane Realty Company wouldn't disintegrate if she stayed home one day. For Peggy, frankly, felt perfectly wretched. She had a cold. Her throat was sore and her eyes were blurry, and for no particular reason, everything seemed all wrong. At 11 o'clock, young Mrs. Meade got up, got dressed, and walked up the knoll to her Aunt Mary's house. As she went in the front door. That you, Lefty? Lefty? No, it's me. I mean, I. Oh, well, who cares? It's me, Peggy. I was just about to come down to your house. Poor little girl. Did you think you were deserted? No. You shouldn't be up standing around. I dressed warmly. But just the same from the reports I heard and the way you look. You should be in bed. I was in bed, and I got bored. Besides, the place was unbearable. What do you mean? Oh, it looked like the devil. Bill got breakfast, and he sort of cooks all over the place. And he had to leave the dishes, of course. He didn't have time. There's a lot of stuff strewn around from last night. I don't know why people can't be neater. I thought you told me Bill was quite meticulous. Well, he's gotten awfully sloppy lately. Oh. These things that were strewn around, they were all Bill's? No. Some of them were mine. But what can you expect, living all cooped up in that little house? Cooped up? I see. You know what I think, Peggy? I think you should sit down there on the sofa and I'll get you a cup of hot lemonade. Or maybe you'd rather have some tea. I'm so full of liquid, it's running out of my ears. But thanks for saying it, man. Mm, that's right. I'll fix you some floating island for lunch. Maybe that will appear to you. That'll be wonderful. All right. Why don't you curl up there and I'll get the ass. No, Aunt Mary, please don't go out. I don't know why, but I sort of have a heebie-jeebie. Please stay and talk with me a little while. All right, dear. Then where are you going? While we talk, I thought I might as well sew the buttons on my new dress. Except for putting those on, I got it all finished last night. Let's see it. Well, it's very simple, but I think the lines are pretty. Like it? Uh-huh. 
I don't think you care for much of anything today. Oh, I don't know what's the matter with me. Well, you have a bad cold. You don't feel well. I've had bad colds before. It isn't that. Maybe you've become such a career woman, you don't know what to do with yourself when you have a day free. Hmm. When Bill came by to tell us that you weren't feeling well, he said he had a very difficult time persuading you that the office could manage without you. For one day, anyway. Yeah. That's a laugh, isn't it? What do you mean? You'd think that office was just as busy as a beehive. Oh, there are people in there now, all right. As a matter of fact, some days you can hardly thread your way through. It's so full of windbags. Why, Peggy? Well, it's true. All the loafers in town congregate up there. They started to do that when the model house was finished. And a lot of women come by, too. Take up all Randy's in my time, asking a lot of questions, wanting to see the blueprints. And they have no more intention of buying the house than, well, than I have. And I certainly wish I could. And poor Randy... I guess it's all my fault. <laughs> of all these silly things. Well, it is. When Randy started talking about wanting to build a subdivision, I suggested he start out by building this model house. Well, yes, dear, I know. And you had a lot to do with its realization. But you're not responsible for Randy's making the decision that he wanted to go ahead. Well, I wish he hadn't built the house. Oh, honey. Well, I do. I've always thought that Wakefield was a progressive little town. But it isn't. It's provincial. Narrow-minded, full of stuffy, intolerant, reactionary people. They're so set in their ways, I bet it would take a bulldozer to move them. <laughs> I'm surprised that Wakefield has even accepted the automobile. And whoever's responsible for the movie house. Boy, now there is a crusader. <laughs> I'm not just talking, I mean it. If Randy had built some antique, awkward kind of house with one closet for four people, he'd have sold it overnight. You know you're exaggerating. Everyone in town thinks this is a perfect house. It's not just that it's modern and a bit different, but there's a question of demand, and this is a small town. I'll say it's a small town, and it's a slow one. Oh, sure. Everybody thinks the house is perfect, only when it comes to buying. Gee whiz, they just don't know. Maybe 50 years from now, when Wakefield is used to seeing it around, somebody will mm, wonder who that is. You think I'm not serious, but I am. I know you're not. Hello. Yes, it is. Who? Oh, yes, yes, she did. Well, of course you must. We've been expecting you. Where are you now? Uh-huh. No, no, come out and have lunch with us. No, no, really, please do. Yes, yes, we're on Willow Road. Yes, yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. You won't have any trouble. Right away, that'll be fine. Is someone coming for lunch? Mm-hmm. Some old friends of Del Shipley's. And Mr. and Mrs. Howard. Oh. They're show people. They've retired, and they're sort of taking a tour of the country, as I understand it. Del wrote Lefty that they might stop by to say hello. Well, then I'll go on home. You'll do no such thing. You're going to stay right here and help entertain our guests while I get lunch. But I don't feel like talking to people. Peggy. Oh, all right. I'll entertain you. That's what Dell said. Oh, well, that sounds just like Dell. I wish you could have brought her with you. Mother and I sure tried, but you know Dell. She could be awfully stubborn. <laughs> yes. Well, if you'll excuse me, I'll see to lunch. May I help you, Mrs. Lane? No, thank you, Mrs. Howard. I'll have things ready in a jiffy. I hope you're hungry. As a matter of fact, we are. Good. 
I understand you're taking a motor trip. Well, that's right. For the past ten years, we've done radio work mostly, so Don and I decided we'd hark back to the old days and be gypsies again. Where are you planning to go? Wherever it's pretty. Yep. Mother and I know all the theatrical hotels, all the little honky-tonk theaters and vaudeville palaces <laughs> in just about every town in this country. But we've never really seen the countryside. You know, the scenic stuff, you know. That's what we're interested in. Hmm. Well, it's nice. Particularly when you can go back to a city. Yeah, maybe so. Haven't you any itinerary worked out at all? Well, we plan to visit some folks. So many of our old friends have, have retired and are living in little towns or in the country. And... You know, that's funny. What is? I don't understand why, when people start thinking of retirement, they think of the country. <laughs> I guess it's because they've never lived there. Why? What's wrong with it? Do your friends like living in little towns? Mm, frankly, I've often wondered about that, but uh, they say they do. I think most of them are trying to kid themselves. But your life here is spent in a little town. Sure. That's why I know what I'm talking about. Maybe I can take it because I've never really lived anyplace else. But even I know that it's stifling. Uh, stifling? Sure. Anything out of the ordinary, anything that's different, shocks them. I think people in little towns mostly are sort of narrow-minded and dull. You don't find them very hospitable or generous. They gossip and criticize. And so far as accepting anyone who's a little different, well... Well, that's pretty interesting, isn't it, Sally? It certainly is. You see, Don and I have retired. We were planning to buy a house, settle in some pretty little town, or maybe get a small farm. Oh. Yeah. I've sort of wondered, though, if it wouldn't be like you say, Mrs. Mead. Will you excuse me just a minute? Sure thing. Maybe I can help Aunt Mary. Peggy, dear, if you'll just get some water on it. What's the matter? I've bloused it up. What? I've spoiled it. I... I... <laughs> oh, Aunt Mary, I... I was nasty and rude. I said things about Wakefield that aren't true. Now, Peggy, dear, I doubt if you were rude. But you don't understand. I said all of these horrible things, and they wanted to buy a house. Oh, Aunt Mary, I've ruined everything. Aunt Mary, looking at Peggy's red nose and her distressed little face, resisted an impulse to laugh and instead took the girl in her arms. But Aunt Mary didn't quite understand what had happened. Perhaps what Peggy has done, because of a cold and its accompanying bad disposition, is something to cry about. <laughs> 